Is this I like birds? Or I like words? I guess we'll never know. Hey, let's go. Oh, I like this one. Welcome to I Like Words. My name is Zach Rippy. The Lord put this idea on my heart a little over a year ago. But it wasn't until recently when he said go. Now I've been sent to help you become your own boss. Boss. And turn your passions into paychecks. Let's start the show. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the first ever episode of I Like Words. I'm your host, Zach Rippy, and I'm just thrilled you're joining me today. I hope you love that song as much as I do, man. That's what the beautiful thing about freelancing is, is that you can make connections with other freelancers. Next thing you know, you got a producer making you a beat after the ideas that you send them. Then you chop it up and you just make a hit like that. Ooh, boy. So, man, I'm just going to be completely real and honest with you guys, man. I have another podcast called I Like Birds, and it's been very successful so far. We've talked about Jesus all along the way, and that's why it is successful, because we've kept the Lord at the center of everything that we do over the last three years. And even when we get off the path, the Lord always brings us straight back to the path and just following Him. And this is another uh, example of just my obedience to Him, as well as just the faith that I have that the Lord has called me to higher things and to be a voice for Him. And whether that be, you know, sharing some scriptures with you guys or just diving deep into a subject that's going to help you in your freelance writing business or even just your your, your business, whatever you got going on, whether it be uh, your faith or just anything that's along the lines of just self-improvement and growth and just, you know, you know, doing some big things for the kingdom. You know, that's really what I'm about. And that's what I really try to preach day in and day out. I'm actually in my house right now. It's a beautiful day and it's storming, but yet it's beautiful. You know what I mean? It's just like one of those days where you're like, thank you for the rain, Lord. It's been a while out here in Texas. It's been a while. And uh, I just picked up a little picnic table the other day and I got that out there. Uh, just waiting to go. It's getting all wet. I'm ready to seal it and ready for my best friend, Olivier, and his fiance Jess to come out here. And man, just feeling good, man. Just feeling really good about this podcast and just realizing that I don't need to force my hand in it. I don't need to make it something that it's not. I just need to be my organic self. And that's why in the beginning when I say, is this I like birds or I like words? I guess we'll never know because it's just still going to be Zach Rippy. It's still going to be about the love of God. It's still going to be preaching just what God's been doing in my life, but in a way where I can hopefully help you grow your own business and turn your passions into paychecks. That's simple. You know, I believe in that. I believe that everything that I wanted to do in life when it comes to a dream has been um, on the other side, has been compensated. The Lord has blessed me in that. He blessed me with stand-up comedy. Uh, When I was thinking 18 years old, you guys heard on the intro, I got a little bit of bars, right? When I was 18 years old to about 22 years old, I was doing hip-hop music, you know, consistently, like, boom, banging them out, making, uh, I I made two mixtapes, and I made a... um, and I made an album, you know, so I made an album called Now Lay in it and it's on Spotify and just reminiscing about that being a 30 year old man right now and just looking back on the youth and just seeing where I was at during that time. But my love for words was just still so strong then. Uh, my rap name for your being curious for a first time listener here is uh, which everybody's a first time listener right now, which is so crazy to me. You know, this is a new podcast. But anyway, man, I, I'm just so geeked up and excited about this. I wanted to come on here and do it right. You know, the first one's got to be right. It's got to be my heart. I have a little thing that I wrote, but at the same time, man, it's just straight heart. 
and I want that to be represented on this show as well. Uh, we do what we do for the one. And that's just a big mission that I had. Even when I was a rapper, Barry Allen was my name on Spotify, which I actually just got my public, not my publishing rights back, but my artist name back, which is was big because I was on there lumped in with another uh, Barry Allen who wasn't me. So whenever I tried to like, you know, tell people, oh, yeah, I got a song out there. I wouldn't even want to tell them because then they'd have to burn through multiple songs with this other guy that has no um, we're not anywhere near in the same genre. Let's just say that. And uh Man, it's just been really cool to get my little profile back, and um, it kind of gave me the inspiration to make that intro song and do it well, because I did uh, multiple takes on that one, and uh, I thought I liked something, and it ended up being too long, and it just sounded too too uh, clunky and messy, but man, I, I went ahead and I pieced everything together today, and I'm just feeling so pumped up about it, and I'm just so happy, because that was the, that was the thing that's going to make this show kind of special, was the spirit of excellence that's going to be on it from the jump even when it comes to our intro music and being able to um, say, yo, we own that song. You know, our other I Like Bird song, we don't own that. Luckily, they're gracious with the copyright, but this song we own and we can keep this with us as we go into the next season or whenever we do. I actually just announced today too, man, I'm feeling good. The Lord is good. Um, I just announced today that I have a uh, big announcement for I Like Birds. Uh, Zach Rippey and I Like Birds is actually going on a speaking tour. We're going to be speaking. We're going to be telling our story. We're going to be preaching the word of God. We're going to be making people laugh. We're going to just be, man, we're going to be doing some amazing things for the kingdom of God. And this is also the day, you know, it just feels good. It's, it's right. I told you guys we're going to release this or I, I kind of suggested we we're going to release it in October. But what I really meant to say was, you know, I'm going to be like focus on this in October. And, and, and I was right, even though it doesn't always feel that way. It's like, man, when you put your mind to something, good things happen. And uh, that's a big belief of mine, as well as that's just kind of how you do turn your passions into paychecks. You got to believe, guys. You got to believe in yourself, and you got to believe that God gave you these gifts for a reason. And a lot of times, that reason looks like glorifying Him, but also just being a good steward over the gift that He gave you. You know what I mean? Like with the podcast, it's my other podcast. I like birds, man. We're not at the place of being, you know, um, super monetized or anything like that. But man, the Lord has been blessing us through the podcast with with um with giving and with uh patreons and um we have uh, shirts and books for sale and people give like it's an incredible thing that we have going over there and i wanted to do this one right as well but i wanted it to be its own thing you know um not in its own thing of like any kind of way that i like birds it's just different you know i want to be able to cast my net far uh, more far and more wide uh, as I just go about this life. And that's why we're going on the speaking tour. We're going to go see people in the flesh. We're going to shake hands. We're going to reach the broken. We're going to reach the lost. We're going to reach the people that are lukewarm. We're going to reach schools and kids. And we're going to influence We're going to influence people. We're going to influence communities. We're going to influence culture through I Like Birds and this ministry. And, and what I like, honestly, I like words and I like birds. It all points back to Jesus. You know, it all points back to God, the most high. So at the end of the day, we do what we do for the one. And I'm just grateful that you're here. And I hope I can provide value to you. Uh, I think you're going to really benefit from my story. I think you're going to benefit from the things that I learned along the way, as well as what I'm still learning right now. You know, when the best thing about a podcast is, is a piece of time that you can really go back and listen to and hear where you were at a certain season. And the fact that I can give my kids not just one, but two podcasts, as well as some music, as well as a book, as well as just some journal entries that they might see, or even just giving them my Bible with all the notes that I have on it is going to be so special one day. And I'm here to raise uh, the next generation of 
of kingdom warriors, man. People who love the Lord and people who are not afraid to be. I have boys. I got three boys. So I, I got to raise them up and just, you know, have them make sure that they know that they can be masculine, but, but bend the knee to Christ, not man. You know, you don't have to be a false version of masculinity. You can be a man of God and you can still do amazing things in this world. So hopefully you're enjoying this show so far, man. It's been a, it's been a real journey to get here. Um, man, it's, I've been freelance writing for three years now, y'all. Three years. And um, it's, it's interesting because right around the three-year mark is when everything usually tends to shift for me. I worked at Outback for three years. I went to uh, college for two years and then did the police academy for one year. So that was three years then. I did hip-hop right around three years. I did comedy for three years. And now I'm at the point where I've been doing freelancing and ministry for three years. And it's like, what's what's next, Lord? Like, what are you doing with this? And it just seems like the more I grow in my faith, the more I start to see where he wants me to be. And this podcast is one of those things. This speaking towards one of those things. Because as much as I love writing for other people, I love writing for God. And I love writing for people. But it's one of those things where when you write for people for three years and you're taking their request and you're you're reading about their lives, sometimes that can be a little bit, um, you know, defeating in ways. And while it's great, and I'm able to really help people just, you know, crush their speeches at weddings, and which I love that side of it. It's the, uh, it's it's maybe just doing it too much, if that makes sense. I've had to do it a lot. I have over a thousand orders completed in three years, and I'm ready. I'm ready just to help people become you know, freelancers and become their own boss and become a person that's able to just take something that they love so much and turn it into something that pays their bills. And to me, that's a boss. To me, that's something that's amazing that you can you can do what you love every day. You can go where you want every day. You write your own schedule every day. You're able to finish work early and go home to your family every week. You can go on trips. You can go anywhere in the world and still have a job. That's a boss right there. And I'm sorry to say, like, my definition of a boss is kind of cool. You know, I'm not sorry to say, actually. You know, I'm actually really excited about that. It's something to feel good about. And the world will try to try to tell you differently. Society would try to, you know, put you in this box of like, oh, be humble and be like everybody else. Like, no, don't be don't be like everybody else. Be a boss. You know, you don't want to be an employee. Like as much as like, yo, employee, you have like I was an employee for years, but I learned how to be a boss while I was an employee. I was I wasn't looking at what my employee coworkers were doing. I was looking at what the boss was doing. He was chilling in the back of the back of the restaurant on the computer. Come on now. He working. You know, and I know you work on the computer, but you know, he, nobody was telling him what to do. You know, of course he probably has a boss too, but that ain't even that that even ain't even my definition of a boss too. That's the funny part. I'm over here like describing a whole different kind of boss, you know? And uh, it's the boss that I feel like, you know, I want to help people become in a way. You know, I don't have all the answers yet. I don't have a big amount of money in my bank account yet. But hey, I got other qualities of a boss. You know what I mean? Like, come on now. But yeah, man, let me tell you my story of how I went from being a part-time waiter to a full-time writer. Because this is what we're, you know, the subject's about. I want, I want to give some credibility to this and just let you in about how it all went down, right? And uh, so, yeah, man, it's a dream come true. And it happened way faster than I could have ever imagined to be in this position right now. And at the time, it was as if God himself slammed the door shut and opened up the window about being an employee and jumping out to be a boss. And I trusted him to make it work. And that he did in just two years, 
literally 24 months since my first order, I got promoted to a top rated seller on Fiverr. And like I said, in the beginning of this, I had over, I have over a thousand orders completed and I've um, been able to like accumulate over like 400 five-star reviews, which has been able to like just turn into more bookings and more opportunities, more credibility. And they're literally like digital gold on the platform, which I'll do an episode about that another time. But yeah, so all this is just basically started as a huge leap of faith. Seriously, I was working my seventh year straight as a part-time waiter by day as I chased the stand-up comedy dream by night for about three years since moving to Texas and I did a little bit in Florida as well. After the Biden check stopped coming through, I had put the Crocs and the apron back on and start serving tables again. And if you know me from my past, if you worked with me before, you probably remember your boy was a good server. I love the two restaurants I worked at. I worked at Outback where I met my best friend Armani and some other close friends. And I worked at Bar Taco where I'll forever have some taco friends that I can call at any time of my life, right? But as you know, COVID changed everything. And just, I couldn't do what I do best when everything opened back up, which was smile and crack jokes. So my third restaurant, which I won't mention by name, was adamant about mask wearing And you can't put a mask on me and expect me to show up to work with a smile on my face. Right? I bit the bullet for a few months to pay the bills for my family. And I saw it as an opportunity to to serve, to spread the gospel, and grow my podcast. I like birds. Literally, I gave my podcast card to so many tables that I served. I would pull down my mask and I would smile and I would make jokes. And then, of course, I'd get in trouble from people that, you know, were at other tables who didn't know my vibe and were judging me based on me pulling down my mask, but that's a conversation for another time. I succeeded in a small way despite this, but God kept whispering other things. Next thing you know, I'm in my kitchen and I share with my wife that I want to buy an RV and hit the road. Yeah. She told me she was down and a month later, we bought one just a week before Christmas. Here we are writing the biggest check we've ever written in our life and we're driving a RV to my in-law's backyard. Like what? Let's go. We were thinking hype about it. It was such a cool time of life and we spent a good chunk of our savings on it and we came up with a plan at the time to stack up some money, sell our things, and hit the road. We called ourselves, are you ready for it? The Hippie Rippies. That's right. And before hitting the road, I did some YouTubing and discovered a lot of RVers who documented how they made money. That was one of the most common questions they had. They were like, uh, they answer all the people's questions like, yo, how do you make money on the road? And they would make a whole bunch of blogs on it. So I just studied this. That's all you got to do. Just study. That's why I encourage people to listen to this show. And I like birds because you study the word of God and I like birds. And in this one, you study how to make money. Like, come on now and how to make money based on what your passions are. It's cool. And surprisingly, a lot of the blogs were travel bloggers. And even some of them wrote for RV blogs and like outdoor living blogs. They were like, yeah, I got hired to write about camping from Camping World. And I'm like, what? That's so cool. Just basically live the life you want to live and then write about it. Cool. And I had a couple of friends start to tell me about Fiverr. And that same month that we bought the RV, I spent all day researching and creating my profile on the popular freelancing website that I still use to this day. And at the time, since I was a beginner, I had to only create three gigs. That's the only amount you're allowed at the time when you're new on the platform. So I was like, all right, what do I do? Uh, I write, I, I do a podcast. Okay, podcast script writing. Okay, cool. And then, hmm, I've written a speech that went really well one time at a wedding. Let's do wedding speech writing. And oh, I have a blog and I've written blogs for years. Let me do a blog writing gig. My profile looked like an amateur, but I put stand-up comedy experience and my I Like Bird podcast in my about me section. And before you know it, I was slowly but surely getting booked on the platform. 
I was making about 200, 300 bucks for a few months straight. And I was like, yo, like, bro, this is like a weekend night here. This is like a Saturday night. Let's go. So from there, I was like, man, I think we got to go in this full time. So that's what I did. I studied the game. I wrote speeches. I came up with new jokes. I came up with new outlines. I helped other people launch podcasts. And I was able to increase my prices as the ratings and the reviews were shining bright on my profile. And it's funny looking back on it now because I remember telling coworkers my plan. And for the most part, they were encouraging and, and curious. And I remember telling my boss my plan. And he literally scoffed in my face questioning how I'm going to make money and survive out there. He also believed that vaccines should be mandated, so clearly we were wired differently. No hard feelings at all. He was a good dude, but was definitely one of the reasons that door was slammed shut that I mentioned earlier. My apron. Man, that good old apron, man. I didn't wash that apron. It's like the the, the, the more you dislike working at your job, the less you wash the apron. <laughs> Can I get an amen? <laughs> it was getting more and more wrinkled each shift, and I worked at like a fine dining. They were very much so like, get your... I get your uh, get your apron ironed and I'm like, bro, my wife don't iron, I don't iron. We gonna see how it looks out the dryer. <laughs> the dryer might have ironed it, but your boy, you making me wear a mask to work, Jack. I ain't ironing the iron. I ain't ironing the apron. <laughs> Clearly, I'm not the best employee, y'all. Uh, but your boy was still banging though, because the personality shine at the tables. You know what I mean? I just was never, you know, I was always on time, which was good. I was on time, but. And, you know, I did my job. That was the thing, too. It was like on time does his job, but sometimes he shows up with uh, not shaved beard and an apron <laughs> that's wrinkled. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I started to hear the chatter, especially in the pre shifts uh, meetings. We would have pre shift meetings every day, every day before you wait tables. You have to sit in a circle and be like, well, this is what we got. We got we got chimichurri steak. We got wings chimichurri as well. And we got chimichurri fries. All right, and we're 86, uh, half the other menu, all right? Go check the, the, the marker board in back. You can see what we're 86. And you're like, okay, so I got to tell these people at my table that we're out of pretty much the entire restaurant. Yep, COVID. Okay, okay, I understand. I understand, boss. I understand that. That COVID done, done took over my life. I understand. I have so much fear. I have so much fear. I bow down to the, to the God of COVID. <laughs> I told you it's going to be funny. So, man, as the time progressed and things got a little bit more in that verbiage, I was starting to Andy Dufresne my escape out of that place. And that's a Shawshank Redemption reference for those scratching their heads. And if you haven't seen Shawshank Redemption, you need to reassess your life. I don't care if you're Gen Z or Gen X, reassess your life. Anyway, my wife and I set a launch date. And at the time, we had no idea how much we would spend on the road, but we prepared to sink or swim. And that's the thing, best thing about life, y'all, is just figuring it out. We knew we had each other, we knew we were smart, and I knew I had the gift of gab to get us out of any pickles that we found ourselves in. So the orders on Fiverr were coming in at a steady pace and I started getting some returning clients, which was such a blessing because it showed, hey, they want to return for more work. Let's go, especially with the podcast scripts. That was pretty cool. I kept my prices low enough to get as many clients as possible because in this business, reviews and ratings are digital gold. They are a game changer, not only for the future clients that stumble on your page, but it's a real deal breaker for the algorithm. Speaking of which, be on the lookout because I'm going to do a whole episode about ratings and reviews on Fiverr, and I believe it's going to be fire. So make sure you come back for that one. Hey, while you're here and you're enjoying this so far, do me a solid. We're a new show. 
please subscribe. If we've been providing value, making you laugh, making you think deeper, you enjoyed the music, you enjoyed the vibe, do me a favor and subscribe. Ooh, that's a bar. Let's keep that. Let's go. That was off the cuff. Told you I was a rapper, y'all. Look me up. Barry Allen, Spotify, album, now laying it. Favorite song, Dear God 2 right now. And then, nah, let's go Dear God 1, Dear God 2, and then uh, Think I'm Ready to Jump. That's a good one right there. I'll be bumping that one sometimes. When I'm feeling a little, like, a little in the feelings, you know, you just got to go and just dump your old music. You know what I mean? Remind yourself you still got it. I don't know. You you, you know what I'm talking about? Y'all, any, anybody ever make music in here? All right, cool. We'll find out another time. Let me know if uh, we see each other or shoot me a DM on Instagram at uh, ZachRippy23. Easy to remember. Zach with a H, Rippy, R-I-P-P-E-Y, 23 on Instagram. All right, let's get back to the show, y'all. So while my wife and I uh, were out there exploring the U.S. with our two kids, uh, mostly Malachi at the time, which he was around two at the time, and Noah was um, back and forth, but he had a good summer with us as well as a spring break with us. And we were hiking big, beautiful mountains, y'all. We were jumping off of 25-foot dive rocks into Crystal Blue Rivers by day. I was smacking keys on the keyboard by night. I was growing my profile. I was adding gigs. I was adding order extras. And I was constantly coming up with new ideas to improve. And I remember looking at the stars one night in Colorado. And I was just completely flabbergasted at how God removed me from a job that I felt stuck in. And he brought me to eight different states in four months, all while doing something I love on the side. Praise God. Hallelujah. And on that same trip to Colorado... Another blessing came through, and my found, my wife found out she was pregnant with baby number two. Ooh, <laughs> this is fun. Yeah, getting pregnant will happen when living in an RV posted up in the mountains. We made our way back to Texas to put some roots down, and I've been growing my business and my brand ever since returning. So now I have, as we mentioned, over a thousand orders completed. 10 gigs that are active on my profile, and I'm serving clients in multiple areas of writing, including speeches for all events like weddings, graduations, and even holiday parties. It's such a blessing to help other people just speak and do well and just absolutely crush that moment of time that they have. And just being able to see that they receive so much love from people because of the words that touch them touches me because it lets me see that God is using me in ways that I will never even fully fathom. Truly, it's amazing. It's so incredible. And I'm just so honored and privileged to be able to do what I do for a living. And that's why I want to help you become your own boss and turn your passions into paychecks in any way I can, whether that be coaching, whether that be through content, whether that be through just reaching out, man, just come through and just enjoy, immerse yourself into what we got going on here. Immerse yourself into God first and foremost, and just have have trust and have faith that you know, you're only a few decisions away from changing your life. And one of those decisions is definitely giving your life to Christ. The main one, I would say. So yeah, man, just a few months ago, actually, it was about 12 months ago now. It was last year when everything was just bumping. Last fall, I had the best year of my career. I, uh, man, I'll just be honest with you guys. I hit, I hit uh, five figures in three months straight, like in the, it was crazy. <laughs> it was so crazy. And it was just a time where I worked really, really hard, and uh, I learned a lot in that time, especially I was doing about 80 orders a month. I was outsourcing a few things, but not very much. 
and I was really just grinding every single day. I wrote about three speeches a day. I was I was on I was firing on all cylinders, making them personalized, and I even wrote a Harvard graduation speech during that time. And that's when everything else started kind of just taking off from there. It's almost like that one thing kind of let me see that yo God is is using this gift that He gave me for His glory. And uh, you best believe that when I be writing these speeches, I be throwing in God in there. You know, like sometimes I'm like, hey, you know, you want the Bible in there? Like, let's let's go. So being able to incorporate scripture in that has been incredible. And just being able to serve people around the world has been such a blessing. I think we've we've been in like multiple continents helping people, Australia, Syria, Sydney. Uh, that's still Australia, but you get the point. Um, I'm trying to think of ones of Singapore recently, um, London, man, you, you name it. We've been there. California. Orange County, California, with a real estate listing recently. Like, man, it's been so cool what God's done through the through the lens of um, freelance writing, man. And it's been so cool the people he's connected me with. I've done uh, YouTube scripts with people that have, have like over half a million subscribers. I've helped write eulogies for 97-year-old people and moms and fathers and sons and uh, friends. And, man, it's just been crazy what the Lord has just opened up for that. And being able to do that faithfully, I know he's going to reward that. And he already has rewarded that. And I feel like he will reward that through this uh, platform as well, as well as just growing my brand, as well as just growing my um, my business uh, through this and just hopefully helping people along the way. Uh, even if that means writing Christmas letters for CEOs that hear this or uh, helping you put the words down for an anniversary letter you want to give your wife. Like, you know, there's so many uh, opportunities to help people uh, with words and I'm, I'm just loving it. I love what I do for a living. There you have it, folks. That was the first ever episode of I Like Words. How I went from being a part-time waiter to a full-time writer. I hope you enjoyed it. The world of writing is expanding. The freelance marketplace is growing and there's never been a better time to escape the nine to five and work for yourself. I'm called by God to help others do that by sharing my story, sharing what I've learned, and dropping gems that are game changers for people looking to become their own boss and turn their passions into paychecks. I want to inspire, I want to motivate, and I want to encourage the one who stumbles on my content to change their life. More money, more lessons, more blessings. So thank you so much for listening. Your ears are appreciated. And if I can help one person level up, then my mission is accomplished. I believe in people's passions. I believe in their freedoms. I believe in prosperity. And I believe in stewardship. And I also believe that we're all destined by God to do something bigger than we could have ever imagined ourselves. So join me and please subscribe so you don't miss the next ones. It would mean so much to me if you can help me get the launch out in front of other people. Please share it with your friends who are creators, business-minded, and love to hear other entrepreneurs' stories.